This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Hello again. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. And we are so glad that you have joined us here on our program. Flying solo this week, everybody with the 4th of July holidays are on special assignment. Special assignment with families, special assignment with friends. And we certainly hope that you had some special assignment time with your family and friends over the holiday weekend. What a great weekend it was. Great weekend of racing, sprint car racing, all forms of racing. Really, really neat stuff, that's for sure. And a fun, fun weekend. We have a great program for you. We're going to talk to uh, a big winner this past weekend, Brock Zierfoss. We're going to talk to Brock. And we're going to talk to Hunter Schoenberg as we preview Lernerville and kind of see where Hunter is as we're somewhere near the midpoint of the all-star season. So, a great, great Sage program. Is great guest joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. It is going to be fun. And again, we are so and glad and it's that always you have joined us. I spent the weekend in Wisconsin, and I love Wisconsin. Pacific couldn't find Northwest. any sprint car Not racing up there. They did it all on Thursday night. Believe me, I map-quested it because you're like, wait a minute, NASCAR's in Wisconsin? World of Outlaws are in West Wisconsin, Cedar Lake. Uh, from my hotel, it was four hours and 23 minutes. I'm not doing four hours and 23 minutes on a Saturday night. I love the World of Outlaws, but I ain't going four hours and 23 minutes on a one-up-and-back show. So, great, great weekend of racing in Wisconsin. What a neat, neat part of the country Wisconsin is. Always one of my favorite trips. And uh, I've had the chance to go see racing at Plymouth Dirt Track in Sheboygan. I've had the chance to go to Beaver Dam, and I've been to Wilmot. Some great, great, and um, let's see, Oshkosh, uh, before it closed down, went and saw the IRA bumper-to-bumper sprints at Oshkosh. So the dirt track's there, very, very good. If you ever find yourself up in the Wisconsin area, those of you viewing from or listening from the Wisconsin area, you know you've got some great dirt tracks, and it was cool. But I will tell you this, the one thing that they did have at Road America, the track that I was at, they did have bratwurst. They did have cheese curds, and they had spotted cow beer. So once you've got that, you are in good shape, and you're all Wisconsin. They had this macaroni and bratwurst macaroni and cheese. Oh, my gosh. It had bratwurst in it, a little sauerkraut, not a lot, just a little bit, with the mac and cheese, a little bit of the mustard, the, the, the spicy mustard, 
it was good. It was really good. So great, great stuff. I love going to the state of Wisconsin and uh, really love the racers. A lot of good racers there. Um, actually had a um, had a delivery from um, Gibsonville Cheese uh, or Gibsonville Cheese. Uh, they um, made a special delivery to the media center. So I am hooked up on cheese curds. So let's get to it. Let's get right to our after racing products, hot topics. Well, the hot topic is Brent Marks Speed Week. Yeah, it's known to many people as Pennsylvania Sprint Speed Week presented by Red Robin Burgers. Okay, the 2022 edition was Brent Marks Sprint Speed Week. I mean, he just absolutely put a wallop on him up in the Keystone State, up in Pennsylvania. Nine races, five wins, including one stretch of four in a row, two seconds, and two nights. He struggled with third-place finishes. It was a dominant run all year long. It got to the point where it's like, what's he going to do tonight? You know, I mean, twice during the week, he passed Kyle Larson to take wins. Twice, Larson wins. I mean, Brent Marks has got that car, and Heath Moyle, his crew chief, they have got that car rolling. We had the chance last week to catch up with Brent, and if you get a chance to go back through our archives, you can catch that interview. Uh, really, really neat to talk to him and how good he feels about his program. Great, great run through the balance of speed weeks, and now into the month of money. Even going back for Brent Marks, okay? Let's look back a couple of weeks ago. He, he he goes and he wins at Knoxville uh, with the World of Outlaws on Friday night. Then he eases on over, and he hits three nights of Ohio Speed Week. He finished third, third, and then he won the Dean Niddle Memorial at Portsmouth. So he has a total right now, as we sit on Tuesday, the day of our Lord, July 5th, 12 straight podium finishes for Brent Marks. He is absolutely rolling. When we do look at Pennsylvania Speed Week, Marks was the big winner with his five wins. Uh, Anthony Macri, when we kicked the Speed Week off, Macri came right out of the box and won at Williams Grove and Lincoln, and we're like, is this going to be an Anthony Macri kind of Speed Weeks? Well, he had those two wins, and that's where he ended as far as the win tally goes. Rico Abreu picked up the win at Grandview, and Danny Dietrich, who tweeted, I'm as sick as you are of Brent Marks winning, picked up the win at the Sealands Grove in the finale, uh, took it off from Brent Marks, as a matter of fact. Uh, Danny and Brent have a really, really neat friendship and um, really fun stuff to watch the back and forth with them as uh, Brent Marks put it to everybody. But on the final night, Danny Dietrich got the last laugh over at Sealands Grove. So a great Pennsylvania Speed Week. When you think back at it, uh, we had Ohio Speed Week. You know, a lot of times these things are just fraught with cancellations, with, with rain delays and rainouts. Ohio Speed Week ran complete, and other than Sunday night at BAPS Motor Speedway, the first weekend Pennsylvania Speed Week, got them all in. So a lot of sprint car racing. Just doing some ciphering here because I did the math as of Friday night. Justin Peck is now at 52 races this year. 52 races this year for Justin Peck and the Book Motorsports team. What fun. What neat stuff, that's for sure. Pennsylvania Speed Week. The World of Outlaws, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. Mentioned this just a bit ago. They were at Cedar Lake, Wisconsin. It's a tradition. They go up there for the 4th of July weekend. I actually saw a lot of really neat pictures. We still do on our Twitter feed, our Tweet Your Seat stuff. We love seeing where you're at, where you're set up, what you're doing. Uh, I do on Wing Nation. We do Tweet Your Seat. 
on my personal uh, Twitter feed, the Postman 68. I always do short track Saturday night and saw a couple of really, really neat pictures of people tailgating and hanging out up at Cedar Lake. It looks like a great spot. Put it on my bucket list. I got to get to Cedar Lake, but I'm not driving four hours and 23 minutes up and back for a one-night show. But I need to fly in there, fly into Minneapolis and just ease on over to Cedar Lake. That's what it looks like might be the hot ticket. So, uh, fun stuff. Friday night, Jacob Allen, third win of the season. My producer Hank and Ashley and I, we were chatting this morning, and are we all now starting to get used to Jacob winning? That's really a good thing. That's what you, we went through that long phase with Jacob where he was trying to win in second place, and this one got away, and that one got away. Remember there was one in California that heartbreak with um, engine or tire or something, leading the race on his way. Um, he picked up that win out of Dodge City last year, and uh, he is up to three wins this season. Uh, we're getting to the stage now, and, and his performance in qualifying has been so good. We're getting to the stage now where we expect to see Jacob Allen running at the front of the field. And boy, on Friday night, did he have that thing dialed up down on the catfish lane, down on the bottom. Wow, that car was rolling down on the bottom. So Jacob Allen picked up the win. Saturday night, Brock Zierfoss. What a story Brock Zierfoss is. He picked up his second World of Outlaw win, but his first as a full-time driver in the World of Outlaws. Cedar Lake, he outdueled Brad Sweet as well. Brad's pretty good there. Last 12 races, been a lot of wins and 11 podiums, but the upper hand was gained by Brock Zierfoss. Love the progress that team is making, and as I mentioned, in just a few moments, we're going to catch up with Brock, fresh off from that win at Cedar Lake. Some other winners over the weekend. Mentioned the IRA bumper-to-bumper sprints Thursday night at the Plymouth Dirt Track. It was Bill Baylog picking up the, uh, picking up the victory out at Knoxville. The clock is ticking. July, you know what comes next, August, and yes, Aaron Reitzel picked up the win. He's looking pretty quick out at the famed Marion County Fairgrounds, and I mentioned this last year. I love Western Pennsylvania, Tri-City Speedway, the winners, Brandon Spithaller and Cy Lynch picked up the win. They had two nights of racing, so a lot of great racing, a lot of great sprint car racing out there on the 4th of July holiday. There you have it, our Hefner Racing Products. Hot topics when we think of Hefner Racing Products, of course, They know sprint car racing. They know what works best for your team. No other accessory can match quality performance and design as their trailer accessories. Top trailer builders use HRP trailer accessories to outfit their stock and custom-built units. They are always adding new items whenever they design or someone comes to them and says, Hey, have you ever thought about this? They'll design it. Roster includes something for every racer, team, trailer, and shop. Don't settle for anything less than Sprint Car Racing's number one accessory, main accessory, easy for me to say, manufacturer, Hefner Racing Products. That's www.hrpracing.com. Let's step away because when we come back, we're going to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Brock Zierfoss, fresh off from that second World of Outlaw win. He joins us next. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacks, 
stocking, make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. I'm in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Get back to my hotel room, dial up Dirt Vision, and I see our first guest roll into Victory Lane. There might have been some screaming and hollering in my hotel room. I love, I love when a guy busts his keister and gets rewarded for it. And nobody has worked any harder than Brock Zierfoss and his team picked up that second World of Outlaw win. Let me see, 1,807 days, 169 starts between wins, and he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Hello, Brock. How are you? Congratulations. Yeah, it's good to be back with you guys talking about, about a win other than something else. But, yeah, it's, it's uh, very special to uh, to get another win with the Outlaws. I mean, they're so tough to, to come by. and you know, Brad and them guys are so good that they make it look so easy, but it's really not. No, it's not. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start with this, and I'm not big on asking about other drivers, but um, out dueling Brad at Cedar Lake that's that's got to be just a little bit. It's sweet to win, but it's got to be a little sweeter when you out duel someone who's that good at a racetrack. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously Brad Brad's really good there. And I mean, he won what the last six races before this weekend or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. And I mean, like we just talked a minute ago, it's just you're running fifth. Next thing you know, you enter the same place that three cars in front of you do. They all get flat tires, and you roll, and you're sitting second. It's like, man, really, really can't mess this up now. You know what I mean? I just given a great opportunity here to capitalize, and and you just got to do what you can to to make that happen but you know i was uh i wasn't really sure you know brad's good like i said brad's really good there so to me it wouldn't have mattered what lane he chose but when he chose the outside lane on the restart i'm just like man i really got to nail this bottom and and just be able to get in front of him into the corner and and that's the only way we'll have a chance but you know fortunately we did you know our, our car was our car was really good we were a little little snug in the beginning but you know, that, that just makes your car better at the end. So um, the clean air definitely helped. But, yeah, man, it's just a, a really special night. When I look at your race team, um, and, and I go back, and we had you on the stage with us, our, our Wing Nation programs presented by Sage Fruit up at Houston's. We had you on the stage. You had a really, really good week at Houston's. You locked in top four in points, three top ten finishes up there at Houston's. Do you feel like do you feel like you guys are starting to starting to get some traction and make some progress so that when you have a situation like Saturday night you can capitalize on that? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, like I said, it's all when I talk to you guys at Houston, it's all about putting yourself in the right position and and being consistent with it. Um, you know, that that weekend was a little different. It was, but it it rewarded consistency, and and that's what we had all week, and and uh, we put ourselves in the right position to win the race. Where you know, last uh, on Saturday, we were the same. We were consistent. We we timed good. We heat raced good. We were in the dash, which you have to be in the dash, like I said then to put yourself in contention to win races and and that's what we did and and that that's the result of it is you know if if you're starting 10th you're not going to be in that position where you know that kind of circumstance which doesn't happen often but you know you have to be in that right spot at the right time to to take advantage of something like that that would happen so um yeah it just comes all down to consistency and putting yourself in in that position to to win the race and uh, I feel like our team has, has come a long way this year and even last year, just uh, learning the racetracks and, and coming back to them a second time. We have we kind of have an idea of, of what our car is going to do. And and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's starting to show now, you know, we're, we're getting in our groove, but it's the right time of the year, too. I think, you know, with a lot of money coming up and, and we're just starting to get consistent again and and uh, we'll just try and carry it through that whole month of money. No doubt. It is a good time to get hot. That is for sure. We're talking with Brock Zierfoss here on Wing Nation as he picked up the big win at Cedar Lake on uh, Saturday night. Brock, and you, and you shared a little bit of this, but I, but I want to go a little deeper. Um, and, and you just mentioned it. Can you put into words how difficult it is to be out on the road with the world of outlaws? I mean, it's it's it, it's not it's hard to put in words yeah. like how difficult it is, but it, it is so damn difficult to, to go up and down the road. And, you know, it's not really, it's not really like the physical part of it. It's, it's mentally and it's emotionally. It's just, you drive up and down the road and, and you get your teeth kicked in every single night, but yet you have to drive to the next racetrack and put your car back together and try and do it again. And you get your teeth kicked in again, but it does not matter. It is, it is so cutthroat out here that it, it does not matter what happens. It will chew you up and spit you out and you have to be strong enough to endure that. I, it's just, you, if you want it bad enough, you'll do it, but it's really going to beat you up inside. And, and trust me, I've, I've been beat up pretty, pretty good the past two years. And, and there's been times that I've, I've told myself, and I've told, you know, or my dad, you know, just we need to come off the road because it's just we can't we can't compete. And, you know, my dad just he's like, just stick with it, you know, keep your head down and, and just keep working hard at it. It's all going to turn around at some point. And, and he's right. I mean, that, that's how I look at it, too. But it's it's just so damn hard when you sit there and you get your teeth kicked in or you have a bad night or you crash or, you know, and you have to drive to the next place. And and, you know, like you let your team down or, or something like that. And you just have to wake up the next morning and, and get back at it. You got to put your head back down. You got to work twice as hard as you did the night before. And, and, and eventually it's going to turn around. So, I mean, like I said, when we went on Saturday night, when I was talking with Chase, I said, nobody knows how hard our team has worked. And, you know, the, the reward for, for our hard work is, is starting to pay off, I feel, and, and we're becoming consistent. We just, you know, we want to race, and 
we just have to keep keep with it and and it's just going to come become consistent and you know we, we know what it takes now to win the race and if we can continue to to go down that path you know good things are really going to happen we talked about this here in our office uh and and about friday night um we now expect when Jacob Allen starts going forward, we now expect him to win. And you're right. You get to that expectation where you start doing it. You start to get so that, so that you, you do it on a regular basis. Brock, you mentioned you, the, the, the mental end of this thing, and, and you talked about you know, getting your teeth kicked in as far as that goes. But you were faced about a year ago with a bad situation where, where physically you were not able to go race. I can't imagine how difficult that is. And when you overlap that to getting the win, that, that has had to – it just has to be amazingly rewarding when you, you talk about the mental game. But you've also physically been beat up by this business as well. Yeah, I mean, last year last year I feel like I – you know, now that I sit back and look at it, I feel like I put our team behind the eight ball by not getting looked at right away. So, like, I ended up with a concussion in, in May – in magnolia or march i think whatever day it was magnolia speedway down in louisiana and you know i knew i wasn't right and you know but i got in the i got in the truck we rode down the road you know i popped a couple advil i slept i woke up the next day i felt okay but i just kind of felt off a little bit you know and but i didn't it's different from from like a driver aspect you feel like you leave the team down when when you can't race and i just tried to battle through it so um, you know, but I was off just that little bit and put ourselves in bad spots and ended up crashing a lot and you know, finally decided to get looked at and, you know, realized that I wasn't right. And uh but yeah, Doctor Collins in Pittsburgh, he really took care of me and, and got me fixed up. And uh I, I when I came back I felt better than I did before I, I had a concussion. So um but yeah, I mean it's it's just hard hard being a driver that you know, you, you don't want to not race, you know what I mean? It's, it's what we do. It's, it's what I live for. And, and when I'm, you know, having to tell my team that, Hey, we, we can't race for two weeks. I got to sit out, you know, that, that really, that really tore me up inside. And, you know, and, and I felt, you know, I knew I wasn't leaving the team. Like they kept telling me I wasn't leaving them down, it's whatever, but you know, on the inside, you still feel like you left them down a little bit because you weren't, you know, you feel like you weren't strong enough to, to take a hit and, and move down the road and, and keep going. But, you know, our cars are going so fast anymore. And and even though we upgrade our, our safety equipment, you know, that it's just like football or, or any other major league sport, you know, concussions have become more um, more prone to happening in this day and age because everything's just faster and, and the hits are harder. So, um, you know, I, I've I've taken the steps to up up my safety gear to uh, to try and prevent that as best as I could. Um, unfortunately, I didn't do that until after I hit my head. But um, you know, now I understand more about concussions and all that other stuff that I know it's nothing to mess around with. So, um, but yeah, it's just it's very rewarding to to see how far our team has come and. I, I know it's it's very special for all of us. 
the aftermath of that win, I saw a couple drivers come up and shake your hand. I'm sure the pit area, you, you, you celebrated a little bit there. What's the aftermath been like? Has there been, you know, anyone in particular that's reached out that really jumped out at you or just what, what it's been, what's it been like to be the guy that, that did the kicking instead of received the kicking at least for one night? What's that been like? Uh, it's been, it's been, uh, overwhelming, honestly. I mean, uh, you know, drivers that night coming up or, you know, just text messages, phone calls from, from people that I haven't heard from in a long time. You know, it just shows how many people actually pay attention to to what you're doing and, and your progress. And it's just, like I said, it's very rewarding to uh, to be able to win a race with the Outlaws. And, you know, it was a, it was very cool to win my first one uh, at Williams Grove, but it's, it's just something different about winning it as a, as a full-time Outlaw and an at a racetrack and a part of the country that you've only raced at once. So, um, like I said, it's just a, it's a whole different experience being on the road full time than it was winning in your home state. Um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely, uh, humbling to see the amount of reaching people reaching out and, and uh, giving their congratulations. I think the only driver that had a better weekend than you might've been your cousin. Holy cow. Are you and you, Brett Marks is your cousin. Are you guys, are, do you, do you guys stay in touch with each other? Are you, are you, you, you're not close to each other? Do you, are, are you trying to get some notes from him on what's going on? What, what, what's it like to watch that from, from where you're at? Yeah, it's, it's cool to see what he's been doing. And, uh, you know, obviously both of us are very busy, so we don't really get to talk too much, right. but, um, I know he's he's having a lot of success running around. It doesn't really matter where he goes. It's Pennsylvania out with us. It doesn't matter. He's he's always in contention to win. And he's got a got a really good package going for himself. And but yeah, I mean it's it's nice to see you know keep it in the family and and have the success there. But um, just shows that that our family loves the race and that we both won't stop until we're successful at it. I hear you, man. That's great. Final question for you. I have had some friends that have been to Moose's LZ Bar and Grill, and they say the food is spectacular. What's what's the go-to meal for you when you go back home and go to the go to the the, the bar and grill there? Oh man, I don't know. I've had I've had it everything so many times, yeah. but uh, but you know I don't mind. I'm a big uh, hot wings kind of guy, so I I love eating wings, and um, so that, that'd probably be the go-to. But as far as sandwich-wise, I don't know. Probably like the private stock cheesesteak which is a little different than a normal cheesesteak or uh or if i'm just going for dinner or something on a weekend I'd, I'd go with the prime rib you can't beat prime rib so but uh every everything on the menu is good there i mean it should be good if i ate it about seven times in a row or each one seven times so but uh but no i mean like i said everything's good there hospitality is good the environment's really good and, and the food's good so you can't ask for much more than that yeah, I I just googled it. I, I just googled the. I hit it, you know, and I hit the map, and I drive by there all the time. When I'm going to Allentown for indoor races, I go up 81 and go out 78. Or when I'm going home, uh, it'll be on the docket. That's for sure. A wing? Are you a are you a a fiery hot wing guy? Is there a spice that you like? Uh, what's your what's your wing preference? Is it hot wings? Yeah, I mean, I, I could go with the, with the hot or the mild. I'm not I'm not into like suicide or extra hot stuff, but uh, yeah, I like to taste my food. So uh, then people that eat suicide wings are a little crazy for me, and I don't understand how they think it's good. But I mean, to each their own. Everybody's got different taste buds, I guess. But uh, yeah, like a mild to a to a hot is 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 just enough heat for me.
There you go. I am an extra wimpy garlic parmesan if I take a flavor on it. Straight up is cool as well. Brock, so happy for you to pick up that win on Saturday night. Uh, congratulations. We look forward to more and more as you work down the road, especially here in the month of money. And we appreciate you joining us here on Wing Nation. Yeah, it's good to be back talking with you guys. And it's, uh, it's very, very rewarding for our team to uh, to be able to get a win um, with, the, with the series and, and to uh, get it going into the month of money. I know we're all, you know, there's definitely a, a huge morale booster for everybody and, and confidence booster in myself as a driver and our team. So very excited to get going here uh, in this month of money and hopefully we can kick off, a, crack off another one or two. There you go. Wish you the best. Thanks, Brock. Hey, thanks, Steve. There we go. Brock Zierfoss, the winner, a two-time winner now in the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Tour, picking up that second win, his first as a full-time Outlaw Saturday night at Cedar Lake. We're going to spin forward just a little bit now. Well, we'll talk a little bit about the past as well. This week, the Don Martin Memorial Silver Cup at Lernerville Speedway. A guy that knows his way to victory lane is Hunter Schoenberg. He won with the All-Stars earlier this year. He will join us next here on Wing Nation. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. We appreciate you hanging through that little awkward, weird break. We had a little snafu with the commercial machine, but my main man, Hank, just mashed the right buttons, and we're right back here, right back digging, and we're going back to the Sage Fruit Hotline. He joins us. Uh, picked up a win earlier this year uh, at Lernerville, headed to Lernerville this week. Hunter Schoenberg joins us. Hello, Hunter. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? I am doing well. So I follow along with all of you guys running all over the country, and and I chatted with one of your crew guys up at uh, up at Houston's a little bit. We had you on the stage at Houston's. You go, you run Ohio Speed Weeks, and then you travel to Houston's to win for the big money up there, and then you take an off weekend. You have got to be refreshed, reinvigorated, and ready to go. Yeah, I think every now and then it's it's just good to have a pause. You know, us as as racers, all of us, we. I think we're all guilty of uh, just not being able to stand to sit at home when you know other guys are racing. Um, but with as much racing as we did uh, over the last month, you know, you kind of get short on equipment, stuff gets tired, your, your people get tired. Um, I know Clint and Danny definitely needed a break as well. So um, we just kind of, we had this, uh, we had July 4th weekend as a scheduled off weekend from the start of the season. And um, we almost talked ourselves out of it, but we uh, uh, we stuck to our guns and took a weekend off and got a few motors uh, back from being freshened and uh, took took one car apart that we'd raced for a while and had a few things fixed and put some fresh parts on it and just got ourselves uh, fresh as well, which helped. No doubt about it. So, um, what did you do? What 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 is what are you and 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 the family, uh, Jessica, Willen, and Win? What what do you do on an off weekend? Well, we we um, we had plans of of getting to have a lot more fun, but we actually um, we put our house up for sale while we were at Houston, oh. and um, uh, it ended up accept, accepting an offer, and uh, we don't have to be out until like the 22nd, the house sold. Uh, we don't have to be out till the 22nd, but we're not going to be home much before then. So uh, myself and my father-in-law and my dad and um, my mom and my mother-in-law and Jess, we all 
uh, spent three days packing up the house and loading it in a in an enclosed trailer that I have right now for resale and um, just getting everything out of our house. We uh, we bought a house uh, in another little town uh, west of Indy here in Pittsburgh uh, with four acres. Uh, we plan on plan on putting putting a uh, a building up there to, to put the race cars and the classic cars and all that stuff just to kind of get it all in one spot. So we uh, we had to move fast. We we didn't expect the house to sell that quick. So um, our Fourth of July weekend kind of shifted into just more work, um, you know, but that's okay. We're, we're glad the house sold and, and we're excited about, about moving into the new one and, and having a place of our own for the race team to be. So, um, it was all work that was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it, but boy, you've got to be chopping after that. I mean, moving is never fun. I mean, it's gotta just be, I can't wait to get back to the racetrack. Cannot wait. And, yeah. 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 It, we we're i was beyond ready we we actually uh we also went to watch clint race a a local show at kokomo and paul hazen's car sunday night so we did get to have some off time um went to we had dinner one night with uh, uh the reinbold bunch with the 19az car hung out with them some you know we quit early enough every day that we had time to go do something fun in the evenings and it was cool to get to go watch clinton race um you know take a night off uh, from the seat myself and go watch him get to climb back in the seat. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely after you have a weekend off and you go watch a race instead of running it yourself, it makes you want to, it makes you want to get back at it yourself, which I think is important. I think it's important to have weekends like that where you, you kind of, you get yourself back in this mode of, of really being hungry to go back to the racetrack. Um, you know, sometimes we race so much that that kind of diminishes a little bit. And I think that that's what produces good runs is, is taking, taking some time off and, and kind of getting yourself really remotivated to, to go back to the racetrack hungry. Yeah. Well, I'm not uh, in, in the competition side of it, in the broadcasting side of it. I, I, I put a lot of passion into it. And uh, this past weekend I was in Wisconsin. That was the end of 14 straight. I'm taking this coming weekend off. I may sneak up to Bowman Gray Stadium on Saturday night to watch some friends race. But uh, I agree, that refresh, that re- that pause button is really, really good. And uh, I'm, I'm anxious to hit it. So when we look at your season, three wins this year, Lernerville, Wayne County, and Angel Park, uh, kind of assess, uh, Hunter, how your, how your year has been as we're somewhere in the proximity of the halfway point. Um, I, I think it's been good. We've, uh, you know, obviously made some changes over the winter and gave Clinton Danny some more responsibility, which we, you know, we weren't sure how it was going to go. I think Clinton Danny would even agree with that, that they weren't sure how that was going to go. And, um, it's went well, you know, I've made some mistakes as a driver, uh, that I, I wish I hadn't made here and there. And, and they've also made some mistakes just learning, um, you know, how to be, uh, in a crew chief position. So, um, I, I think with all that being said, it's, I, I definitely think we're just a year closer to that that buildup of where we want to be. I think we've made really great strides. I think none of us are where we want to be. We want to be where we where we um, just feel like we could we could win every single night at every single racetrack that we go to in a you know a really dominant fashion. I I think if you're a competitor, uh, you ought to just never feel like you're completely where you want to be. I think that's what 
that's what keeps you hungry and that keeps you wanting to pursue being better. Um, but I definitely think we can't complain about what we've done so far. Um, and we've, we've done, I think we've, we've done pretty well, um, in terms of where we thought we would be to this point compared to where we are. Uh, so we just gotta, just gotta keep chipping away at that. I think, I feel like the the last half of the season or the second half of the season is going to be better uh, than the first half of the season. Um, so just like I say, just anxious to get that started and see how many more how many more we can get. Well, it starts at Lernerville. Twenty five thousand dollars to win tomorrow night at Lernerville. The last time the All Stars were at Lernerville, you stood on the front stretch with a checkered flag in your hand. How does that help the mindset? How does that help you going into in, into one of the biggest races of the season for the All-Stars tomorrow night? I think it definitely helps. You know, anytime you're going back to somewhere that you've won, it, it helps. Um, you know, but I think, like we talked about on stage at Houston, you you got to unload at every one of these races, regardless of circumstances, good or bad, or confidence or no confidence. You know, a track that you're good at or a track that you're not so good at, you you got to drop the trailer door every night and unload and, and um, just take it as seriously and have try to have the exact same mindset uh, no matter where you are. Um, I, that's important to me is uh, even if we, we are going to a place that's maybe not like Lernerville where we just came off a win and ran really well, uh, you just try really hard to, to focus your mind on the right thoughts and, and, you know, not focus so much on the things about a track that maybe you don't like or whatever. You just try to be um, in that, you know, that kind of competitive mindset and just feel like you have a shot at winning every night. And, uh, you know, but that that obviously I, I think will be easier at Lernerville, um, knowing that we've won a race there this year and the the notes and the package that we have there should work again you know it takes a little a little bit of the guessing out of it knowing that you're going back with something that works so uh i'd like to think that we have a a really really good shot at at doing it again boy i'll tell you what what a way to kick off the second half of the season if you can if you can park it there and cash that big check and then roll on up into new york state and then you guys it's let's talk about the month of money um, you know, the all the all stars go one way, the world of outlaws go another way, but when it comes to Eldora and Knoxville, you guys come right back to where you all want to be at. Um, how do you feel as far as uh, the, the the big races, the all star races, obviously kicking off tomorrow night, but how do you feel as you uh, start to look toward uh, Eldora and then further down the road to Knoxville? And you guys actually have a trip there between now and then. How do you feel about those big ones? I feel really good. I probably feel better about all that stuff this year than I ever have. Um, Eldora has always been a place that I've been comfortable. We've had, I've had good runs there in the past. Um, so I, I feel probably better about Eldora than I ever have. And, um, you know, the, the, the all-star races that we have coming up, uh, in New York, uh, one at one of those places last year. Uh, so high hopes for leaving that place with a little more confidence again, and for at least a momentum builder and, um, Attica, you know, is another place right before Eldora that uh, we've had success there. We always finish good there. So um, I think the the next month for sure uh, for us are all places that uh, we tend to run well at. And, um, you know, Knoxville, Knoxville has been a place that I've struggled at in the past. Um, and I, I've had a hard time 
trying to get a balance on a race car there. But, you know, now that Clint and Danny are, are doing that and I'm just focused on being a driver, I think, um, in my mind, I feel like Knoxville, uh, should go better than it has in the past as well. Uh, we, we ran there earlier this year and had a pretty good run and, um, felt comfortable, felt like the balance on the car was way closer than, than it was in the previous years. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel really positive about uh, the next couple months. Um, there's just not, there's not much that I feel like I had to complain about with, with, where we're at with things going into the month of money for sure. Outstanding. Good stuff. Final question for you. Uh, we've always talked a lot about wheeling and uh, his, the adventures you have with your, with your little man there. How's, how's he doing as a big brother now? That's, that's something new as we go around the horn this year. How's he doing as a big brother? He does well. He, he, um, he, he's, he's really patient with when, um, more patient than I thought he would be. Uh, he, um, he's he's really good about about wanting to take care of her now sometimes he thinks he's taking care of her and he's probably doing her more harm than good like it's sometimes he he's he thinks he can hang on to her and carry around the house just like jess or i would but uh so sometimes things like that don't work out so good even though his intentions are are awesome um but she's just now getting to the age where she is just old enough to want to play with his cars and and do things like that so for the most part, he does really well. You know, sometimes typical little sister uh, and big brother deal. He's he's got all of his cars lined up, ready to race on the coffee table, and she'll grab a handful of them and roll them off the side of the coffee table, and that 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 doesn't uh, make him make him very happy most of the time. But um, he's usually pretty good about okay. She uh, just I'll get down and pick them back up and try to scoot her away from the table and. But you can just tell he has this eye roll at her sometimes. Like, man, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm busy doing something important here, and you're screwing it up. But uh, for the most part, he does, he does really, really good with her, and um, it's, it's been cool to see him kind of take a little sense of responsibility with her for sure. It's really been neat. I love that you guys share, uh, especially just on her uh, on her Instagram, shares so many pictures and stuff. I just think that is so neat. It's so fun to follow along and watch watch you with them and and and, and with everything you do, Hunter. We wish you the best as you roll into Lernerville and on throughout the uh, month of July here, the month of money, if you will. We appreciate the time here today and and continued success as you roll along. No worries. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling me and having me on. I appreciate it. There you go. Hunter Schoenberg joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Oh, man, a lot of good stuff going on in the sprint car world and a lot of good stuff going on in the world of Hunter Schoenberg. Bet he can't wait when he gets moved into that new place and has the new building with his race cars and his classic cars all on one piece of property. I bet he can't wait for that day to happen. Hey, we need to step away. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, rolling along. You know, NASCAR grassroots racing is in full swing. Sprint car racing is in full swing. Dirt late model racing is in full swing. Everything is in full swing, and you can follow along at www.flowracing. Over 1,300 events live and on demand. Subscribe to Flow Racing today and see all of the greats. The NASCAR Future Drivers, as they race on the weekly series and in the NASCAR Roots program and on the regional tours, 
plus all of our sprint car drivers that we love with the All-Stars, with IRA, with King of the West. So many neat things, so much good going on at Flow Racing. You can go to flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go MRN and catch up with all the latest and greatest in racing. Speaking of the latest and greatest in racing, Always take this time to talk about the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, one sprint car place in Knoxville, Iowa. Birthday's coming up this week. Don Mack from up in Minnesota. Jason Johnson would have had a birthday coming up on Thursday. Al Cotton Farmer. Jack Hewitt has a birthday coming up on Friday. Gary Patterson, GP, his birthday would have been Sunday. Johnny Parsons Sr. would have been yesterday. And Glenn Nibel, a 2007 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Glenn was born in 1939, and in 1962, he founded Nibel Motors. He was a talented, talented, gifted gifted mechanic and engine builder, did all kinds of big wins in the Copper Classic, so much success at the Little 500. And in 1984, he developed a six-cylinder engine, had success with Bob Fry, had success with the great Bentley Warren, you have success with Bentley Moore and Warren. It means you're that means you're you're doing good because that's one of the all time great racers. And in nineteen eight uh, nineteen ninety five, he teamed up with some guy named Tony Stewart, and Tony Stewart went out in USAC and won the Triple Crown. He won the midgets in the um, oh I've got brain fade out of it. That's the uh, car that always won all the midget races up there. Uh, but in the sprint cars and the silver crown cars, they were Glenn Nibel Motors. So uh, neat, neat stuff. Uh, Glenn Nibel passed away in 1999, but is forever enshrined at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. One sprint car place, Knoxville, Iowa. That's the Lewis car that he ran in the midgets that uh, had so much success. The silver crown and the sprint car were the uh, Glenn Nibel Motors. You can become a supporting member of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Only $25. Go to SprintCarHOF.com. SprintCarHOF.com. That membership gives you free admission to the museum and 10% discount on all museum shop merchandise. Might not be a bad time to do it now if you're going to the Nationals. $25. Free admission to the museum and 10% off. You can make that work and make uh, make it make it better for you when you go to the Nationals coming up in August. Big, big weekend of racing, week of racing, and weekend coming up. We mentioned this when we talked to Hunter Schoenberg. It is the All-Star Circuit of Champions, the 31st running of the Don Martin Memorial Silver Cup. That is tomorrow night, All-Star sanctioned for the first time, and $25,000 to win. And our friends at Flow Racing have the coverage. I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow night at Lernerville. I love that racetrack. I love the locals up there, and I love when the All-Stars roll in and tangle with the locals. We're in for a show at the Don Martin Memorial Silver Cup, and if you're in western Pennsylvania, just go. Just go. You're going to love Lernerville, that is for sure. World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars 34 Raceway in Burlington, Iowa on Friday night, and then up at Wilmot in Wisconsin on Saturday all-Star Circuit of Champions, when they wrap up at uh, Lernerville, it's up to Ransomville, then down to State Line, where Hunter Schoenberg got that first career win. And want to give a shout, a tip of the cap to our friends at Fremont. Uh, we saw this at Houston's about five or six weeks ago. 
Fremont, the Sandusky County Fairgrounds, a major storm blew right through the fairgrounds, tore down a bunch of the signage, tore down some walls, all the billboards, some buildings had some damage, power was out. But I've been watching along on the Fremont Speedway Facebook page, and I love the way that the community, the fair, have all rallied around. I saw billboard signs being put back on the place. They have the softer walls. And those those styrofoam blocks, softer walls, they got carried away right with the storm. And they've been able to retrieve all of those and put everything back in place. And Saturday night at Fremont, Fort Ball Pizza Palace night. Fort Ball Pizza Palace night going to be awesome. $4,000 to win for the Attica Fremont Sprint Car. So get out to a sprint car race. And if you're in northwestern Ohio, get to Fremont and show your support for that racetrack as they get back in action this Saturday night. We will be busy all week long on our social media channels. You can follow along on Twitter and on Facebook where we have a page and a group. We also have all of these shows cataloged on YouTube. If you are going to the All-Star Race at Lernerville or Ransomville or Stateline, go to the Tom Book Motorsports trailer, souvenir rig. That's Justin Peck's souvenir rig. And make sure you get your Wing Nation gear. You can also get it at www. Dot shopwingnation.com. That's shopwingnation.com. Coming up this weekend, Tim Kading, TK, joins us on our Wing Nation television program presented by Sage Fruit. That is Wednesday night on Rev in Canada. That is Friday night and Saturday morning on Mav TV here stateside. And of course, we have so much going on. So great, great stuff. Great, great program. Appreciate you hanging out with us this time on Wing Nation. Appreciate Brock Zierfoss and Hunter Schoenberg joining us as well. Thanks again for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.